Collins is next. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to Fun Point, a podcast where two friends force each other to listen to new music. I'm Eddie Colazzo, and with me, as always, is Brooks Ogles. Hey, I do that. So, behind the curtain, we, before we record, we sort of sync up our audios by um, clapping. Uh-huh. Okay, okay, Which, to yeah, me, yeah. To me, I consider that the real magic clap. That's the magic clap. That's where that's the magic what, starts, baby. That's what casts the spell that allows us to do podcasts. Yeah, that's true. Uh, this week we are listening to Sorry to Bother You, parentheses, album. It's my choice. Not to be confused with Sorry to Bother You, parentheses, soundtrack right. of the parentheses movie. Written, yeah, same, same people, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, can I, can I tell you, it's good. Oh, you liked it? Yeah, I did like it. Okay, great. Uh, it, there, there's a wide variety of sounds on it. Yeah, that's what that I thought. Because I... I've given you, I've given you like hard sounds recently. <laughs> Do you mean difficult or like heavy? I mean, I mean difficult. I think like this uh-huh. one, like the bass. It's. I wish that I could be in a car anytime in the last two weeks so I could have heard it. And I've just heard it turn the, the bass all the way up. Yeah, yeah. Great bass on this album, but this one it's got hard sounds that I find nice. Hmm. Uh, first first song we have here. It's a magic clap. Magic Come on, clap. Kids. Yeah. Can we, let, let's get, before we start, let's get some, uh, some insight from Boots, who is kind enough to annotate some of these songs. Yeah, Boots got in the genius for us, which is very nice. Um, so there's a lot of fire and flirtation in the music and the lyrics. The first verse of the lyrics are almost all double entendre and are talking about sex, as well as changing the world. So. He's right. He's right. Uh, this. I don't know if you can uh, if you guess this, but the the band being being called the, the Coup, it's kind of it's kind of a, a a little bit political on this one. Yeah, it's listen. If you don't want to, if you want to just experience, you know, an, a, the the Detroit become human of podcasts where we don't talk about politics, mm-hmm. then this isn't. We might we might say. Uh, Mao on this one. I don't know. Who knows where we're gonna go? <laughs> I'm just warning you, we might get a little nutty on this one. Yeah, we might get a little... We might finally say the word Pete Buttigieg on one of our many podcasts. <laughs> How many years ago did Pete Buttigieg drop out of the presidential Bro, race? it was a month ago. It was like a month and one day ago. Super Tuesday was one month. I was telling Kim yesterday, remember when Pete Buttigieg said he won the first two president uh, Democratic primaries and then he dropped out? And yeah, everyone was like, so- yeah, yeah, this is regular. He did something that Everyone's nobody's a- ever done before. And then he was like, I think I will drop out of my own volition now. Yeah. Well, I just uh, I had enough of this. Anyway. Yeah. I found out on the way to a Tampa Bay Vipers game and it was such a de- it was the most delightful lift ride of my life to just like open up my phone and to be able to go outside and to see. I believe I... Like, I got the text from Kim that said Mayor Pete dropped out, like, right before I had to meet my principal Ooh. for, like, to go over something. <laughs> and I was so normal. I also just like, I also just found out that, like, for sure my summer teaching is going to be online, so mm-hmm. it's big podcasting hours for the next Good mm, podcasting. But, yeah. Anyway, a magic clap. Yeah, this is how I heard about this band. Because I went I I saw, like, Sorry to Bother You, and it came out in theaters, and I liked it. Um, but uh-huh. I was listening to an episode of Street Fight Radio. There are other podcasts that talk about politics, too, out there. 
Uh-huh. And there was uh, a Patton Oswald episode, so I dipped into that because I said I uh-huh. like him. And then yeah. I um, I followed him on Twitter and I said, "Oh no, never mind." Um, it's like wh- whenever he's on a podcast, he's usually good. Yeah, he's. But when it's just like him unfiltered, is when I think the he, issues start I think to crop he's up. Me me when I see the celebs, I think that's me. Um, uh-huh. where like, I think anytime you're in the room with somebody who you find to be like politically smart, you're like, yes, I agree. Mm. But then you're like by yourself and then you just start posting. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but he was, he's in the, he's in the fucking music video for this song. Oh, which is like this, okay. band, this band is communists. They, they, they are communism. They're communism in it. And, and he's like, he's, he's like, they're calling me the white mayor Pete. <laughs> but anyway, like this is i was i was reading up about like the the band and sort of boots riley the front man mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um i found this fun snippet about communism where mm-hmm. uh in july 2002 riley was a guest on bill maher's politically incorrect and oh, he repeatedly oh, referred no. to, he repeatedly referred to himself as a communist because that's what he thinks he that's what he says he is. Mm-hmm. Marr criticized him for saying that communists don't sell records. Got him. Yeah, he uh rage against the machine. Uh you make money. <laughs> uh Vladimir Lenin just like writing writing state and revolution being like, "Ah, oh, fuck, I finished this, but I'm not going to distribute it because that would be uncommunist." Fuck. Uh, God damn it. And then he Shit. died, and we, now we don't know who he is. Fuck. I'm gonna get owned. I'm gonna get Bill owned. Ma- Fuck, Adam, Bill Maher Adam is gonna Smith own gets me. To sm- gets to sell his shit? God damn it. <laughs> Fuck. Anyway. Anyways, this is the magic clap. Is I never knew what it was about. I just thought it was kind of a fun... It's about clapping your hands and listening to music. Yeah. But also it's about that moment in your brain when theory turns to action. So it's the, mm-hmm. it's the Praxis Anthem. I'm really, I'm really thinking about it. Um, I was watching, I watched the second half of, uh, sorry to bother you film parentheses, um, mm-hmm. just like an hour or two ago, just to see sort of like, cause I haven't, I hadn't watched it since I was in theaters and I didn't know if anything might've come up. Um, mm-hmm. Tessa Tomlin, who mm-hmm. is in the movie, um, mm-hmm. near the end of the movie, have you, you haven't seen the movie, right? I have not seen it, but I, I know I have some service I can watch it on. Yeah, it's I'll on, it's on Hulu Networks. I would recommend it. It's a great film. Mm-hmm. Um, and she she's like an artist, and she wears like she wears earrings that have like a Jeff Bezos guillotine epic. Um, and, and then at the very at the very end, she's wearing earrings that say "Tell Homeland Security We Are the Bomb," and that's mm-hmm. from this song. And I was like, oh, it's the lyrics. It's the lyrics. It's the- I really just like an extended like. Hey, here's an idea I had like eight years ago. Yeah, and now it's and now it's a movie. Yeah, like apparently they wrote the screenplay back in like 2012 for the movie, but they didn't uh-huh. like have the means of making it back then, so they just made an album first instead. <laughs> Which rules? Uh huh. Um, I do. What was the line? Oh yeah, stomach so loud it'll cancel the speech. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's been there. That's you, but that's just my my grumblies. Yeah, that's uh, going off. That's uh, three or four times since I started teaching public speaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, early class today, folks. Yeah, well, yeah, sure. I'll let you out forty five minutes early. I who among us has not completely zoned out during a student or two speech because you're just trying to keep it under control? Yeah, just like, sh- in the belly department. 
all of your chakras to your center <laughs> to uh to realign that shit. <laughs> I'm I'm spending key points over here. Yeah. <laughs> uh anyways, did you so the music he says is the bomb. But uh-huh. in the music video, um it's the lyric spells it balm. So it's like the music is the bomb because it's like a force and it's a weapon, but it's also the balm for like the people who need it. God damn, really thinking. I'm using, I'm using the, the first 45 episodes of Fun Point Voice about it, but I earnestly really like the politics of this album. I just have no, I have no way to earnestly be like, I think it's really like, um, I think it's really important that he's making, you know, like, uh, leftist music that is not necessarily all doom and gloom, but it's actually spurs you into, like, I can't do that. I just have to be like, he, he uses meanings in words. He's nutty with it. He's nutty with it. He said, he's, capitalism made the 14th amendment resign, he says. Yep. He found out that it's a broke amendment. It's broke. It's broken. Thanks, Boots. Anyways, I Uh, like the song. Next we have Strange Arithmetic, which, but I, I've read, um, like, Pedagogy of the Oppressed, so I'm, like, good. This is, you know, like, my, one of my notes is this, this is sort of Paolo the song. Yeah, I, I'm perfect, I'm 100%, like, not to blame for any of this, I am perfect, I have ascended being a teacher, because yeah. I, I know who Paolo Freire is. I, yeah, I, I know that the, I know, I know that the banking education model has problem. Yeah. <laughs> um... This one is about school, but it, it's just so, like, um, what am I, just like there's, you have the same subject, and on one end, not to compare them because they both set out to do different things, sure. but it's just funny that there's this song by The Coup, and then you have fucking, like, Van Halen Hot for Teacher. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I'm, do- I'm doing the, like, expand gesture. I'm, like, pulling my two, like, clutched hands uh, apart, and I'm like, uh, it just, play that out for me a little str- bit. strange that these two people, hey, they both went to school and came out with very different ideas of what school is. <laughs> Once, it's true. One is that, uh, how, one, the school kind of just, like, trains you to go right into the, uh, prison industrial complex, and the other one's about how you want to fuck your teacher. Right. So, uh... Yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll I'll work on it. Sex Ed didn't teach me how to fuck. That's what this song's about. Yeah, exactly. I didn't learn how to do my taxes in school. Yeah, and I Can... still don't do them now. I do. That's sorry, fair. President I'm... Trump. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. Sorry, sir. Um, please, do, please follow through on your word and don't wear the mask. Um, did you did you see? I mean, it was like a, po- a popular. The, uh, the oh, Trill I've seen, the, I've seen the mask. Yeah, the mask is a good movie. Trill Billy's like retweeted it. Someone like is Biden had some comment about like, oh, my five grandchildren, and someone retweets it yeah. and has he's, he's like, oh, he has seven grandchildren. Someone responded to that and said, okay, get the fuck out of here, grand like grandson police. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm sorry, I do not count the dreaded Laramie. Now please vote yeah. for me for president. <laughs> anyway. I have between five to seven beautiful sons. Yeah. <laughs> Depending on my mood. Anyways, uh, um, uh. who among us doesn't forget about our sons after like 6.30 p.m. or so? Anyways, mm-hmm. imagine hearing this song in eighth grade. 
This would have exactly. changed. This would have changed you know what's, everything you know what? for me. I didn't hear this song in eighth grade, but I heard "I Can Ride My Bike with No Handlebars." That's in the, true. In, yeah, in eleventh grade. So that's how <laughs> I ended up where I am. Unfortunately, you were already driving at the time, so you yeah. <laughs> handlebars. What the fuck? But this song yeah. is like it teaches you English teaches you words, but not about the British Empire, which mm-hmm. is like. That's I get true so, though. It's real. I'm sorry. I get anytime I talk to like I'm like, oh, this guy's a a history teacher. Let's see what's going on here. And it's just like World War II was a complicated conflict. I'm like, okay, bud. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, Amisha. Bye. I have had like I have so much anxiety just imagining like my like just weighing my sort of like what I want to imbue into students versus mm-hmm. like what I would be able to do in the Florida education system if I was, like, Mm -hmm. a history teacher. If I was just, like, I don't know, fucking it was cool when they killed Tsar Nicholas and started the Russian Revolution. Uh, And (laughs) that part of it was pretty cool. I think we can agree to, like, you Mm -hmm. know. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, (laughs) Like, I would would be... um, I would be just sort of prodded into the Daytona Beach Ocean. Never to be seen again. For no reason. And then it's like, and then I would show up again in August and I would be like, who's, who's ready to learn about the three ships whose names we know for some reason again? Yeah, this is necessary information that you'll remember for the rest of your life. <laughs> who's ready to hear one date, three ships, and then we'll talk about, uh, fucking, we'll Nothing say, we'll say New Deal and then we'll leave. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Anyways, the education system has problem. Thinking it might have problem. <laughs> it's Betsy DeVos making the botherations face. <laughs> she did coax me into a snafu. She, I said, oh no, really another did. charter school. Academia really did coax me into a snafu. It, the, it, the biggest vexation of all. Oh, are you 28 and you have no other <laughs> skills? Oh, oh, you spent your 20s doing this, Brooks? Uh, perplexed. Oh, you've never you've never worked a real job, and you're almost thirty. Oh, I guess you're gonna Uh-oh. adjunct, bud. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh-huh. do you want to talk about Kazoo Funny Drug? I do want to talk about because this is a this next song is called "Your Parents Cocaine" and it's featuring Justin Sane, <laughs> <laughs> the most wrestler name of all time. Who is who is a member of Anti Flag? Not um. Avenged Sevenfold. Yeah, not to be confused with Just Incredible, the wrestler. Exactly. Are you familiar with Anti-Flag? Because I am not. I know that they're like, I, a famous punk band. I remember, like, knowing that they're like, ah, oh, this is like a respected punk rock band or something. Right. And I tried listening to them, but it was like too, it was too cringe. It, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I haven't listened to them in like 12 years. Mm-hmm. But I remember being like, okay, we get it. I can, you know, but yeah. now maybe I'll like it more. <laughs> right. You know me. I can only listen to punk that was like after 2015 and also like it's only acoustic. That's the mm. only thing I can yeah. do because otherwise it hurts my ears and I can't understand what they're saying. Mm-hmm. And it's like, why are you still singing about uh, Nixon in the 70s? It's it's 2020. That's what I said. Yeah, exactly. Uh they pulled off the who's on the kazoo in this one. Let me check I don't the track. Know who's off the kazoo on this one? David, no, Bootrelli's off the kazoo with it on this one. Yeah, uh, Bootrelli and Damien Galagos. 
Okay, because they are go- going nutty with it. This is the most Sesame Street ass. I was about to works. say this. Is, this is a, just a Sesame Street song. This is just, it's the fucking, like, Chappelle's Trio skit, where it's like, it's, it's fucking, it's Sesame Street, but it's about drugs. It's twisted, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Francesco, Paris, cocaine. It's, it's good. Here's, here's, this is, it's about having a party in the Parasite House, and how drug use is, like, rich people, uh-huh. they do drugs, and it's good for them. That mm-hmm. was, like, I know that's, like, an obvious thing, I guess, but... Mm-hmm. I, I this made me think about my first college party that I ever went to when I was like uh when I first went to university and mm-hmm. that was a big moment for me regarding like hey hey there's hey in this student housing unit there <laughs> sure are a lot of opulent white people doing drugs and we all know about it yeah we're doing it like on the bal well not we the royal we we're doing Royally. it with like on the balconies with the windows open mm-hmm and it all smells, and you can smell it. Yeah. And that doesn't seem to be a major problem. It's weird how no one seems to care about this. That was I, that was when I... See, I, I guess I hadn't listened to Handlebars, Flowbots in a while. Mm-hmm. So I didn't realize about society yet. Okay. In 2013. In, in retrospect, yeah. It's, it all makes sense. Um, I did... Uh, I, I did appreciate... The, uh, Mr. Riley got bars because he said so many bumps thought it was Braille. I was gonna say. <laughs> that's a good, that's, that's a, I was like, okay. Mr. Riley really does it. have bars. Like, he, he, he comes into a verse after Killer Mike and he does a good job. <laughs> that, very hard to do. Yeah, LP doesn't even do it all the time. Exactly. <laughs> um, I really love that bump is a is slang for doing cocaine or so, some sort of upper according to genius. Mm-hmm. Um because like I could I could put this in my wrestling dissertation as like an epigraph where it's like yes. they made me do so many bumps I thought it was braille and yeah and I would be like yeah Boots Riley wrote a song about wrestling it's cool. <laughs> it's don't don't worry about it. Yeah. I'm straight edge by the way. Uh, it's straight edge, by the way. WrestleMania is tonight. Let's go. WrestleMania. Yeah, we gotta wrap this up so we can watch the the first sixteen hours of WrestleMania. We gotta go watch Liv Morgan versus Natalia on the pre-show with sorry, no I stakes. Just, sorry, I sorry to interrupt the podcast, but I really just got to do this. Hold on. Yeah, sure. WrestleMania. The the show's so big it had to be split into two nights. Um, Which attendance? Like, attendance zero. <laughs> Uh, so this, so this WrestleMania has 18 matches, and one of them is Otis versus Dolph Ziggler. In Dolph Ziggler's first singles match in WrestleMania history. Incredible. Bro, he, he, he fought in a match on Snooki's team, like, nine <laughs> years ago. <laughs> this fucking sucks, dude. It looks like a historically bad card. I cannot like, wait to see Elias versus King Corbin finally meet in the ring. Finally, I can't wait. I can't wait to see, uh, I can't wait to hear them say the racist name of Asuka and Kyrie Sane's team out loud again as they lose to Alexa Bliss. The Blitz Undertaker versus AJ Styles in a Boneyard match. <laughs> <laughs> Which is 
like, I, I guess they don't want to call it like a buried alive match right now, which makes sense. But like, that's but, not a match. But you know, but you know, there's gonna be fucking skeletons around. Yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be begging you to say the line the entire thing. The, the, the entire fucking, fucking time. the grave digger monster truck is gonna <laughs> pull through and kill AJ Styles. They're just fucking trolling for DLC for the next game. Uh, we got it. Okay, back to the album. Okay, man, it's. I hope no good guys win because, like, what a waste for like Rhea Ripley's first big WrestleMania win, and yeah. like just come back to be just fucking in an empty arena. Anyways, when Justin Sane says, now do the world a favor and blow your fucking brains out, I like it because it has a famous fun point, what we call a double meaning. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, blow your fucking brains out because, like, you're a rich piece of shit and you you should do that. But also, blow your fucking brains out is also, like, what you do when you have cocaine. Like, you blow. It's blow, yeah. He did it. He really is just insane. He, he's, he's nutty with it. <laughs> uh, next up we have the gods of science. Fucking, fucking Elon Ghost Musk of ass. Jim Morrison sounding ass. Yeah. <laughs> gods of science. Uh, this one does have uh, the, 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 the bass all across this album is good. Yeah. It's, um, I, I like this album, man. It's, yeah. <laughs> This is also like this entire thing is just like him doing like he does what Bob Dylan thinks he was doing with that 18 minute JFK song that he just put out. Yeah, that is my oh, slap ha- city pick for this week. By the, way. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Bob Dylan album I'm gonna make you do is just that song because we probably could just talk about that for 45. Th- minutes. That's a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. Is it? It's about fucking JFK in 2020. You don't have other shit like whatever. Yeah, but he's not. You know. I I will like I agree, but also I would much rather him just keep writing about fucking. Oh, there there was napalm, you know, like that kind of shit. Versus like him being like talking about Trump, you know? Yeah, yeah, true. And uh, yeah, I want to just like keep talking about Vietnam. It was an atrocity. Talk about that. He's, he's stuck in a time capsule. No one has let him out. Anyways, this then. this MF Boots Riley just like slant rhymed like fifty times in a row. Mm-hmm. Take my wallet, make the people robotic, catatonic, harmonic, what they've been allotted, magna cum laude, like yeah. Buddha or Muhammad. It's so good. I didn't he even realize said, it until it was all like written out. He said, "I'm gonna get just nasty on this one." Oh, but, also, like I mean, like is, he did say straight fucking edge because he said, "Make the people robotic, catatonic, or harmonic with what they've been allotted," which is about drugs. So this one isn't. Like, I respect, like, the technical ability of this song. But it doesn't have the it, loud bass. It doesn't, it doesn't hit me like some of the other ones do. Oh yeah, this is, like, I, I love the like, first oh. three songs on here, and then I see that You Are Not a Riot is coming up, and I'm like, alright, alright, I'm good with yeah. Gods of Science. Um, hold on, what do we got? Wanna go to My Murder, My Murder, My Love? Hi-ya! <laughs> I like that part. Uh, I, um, I have a problematic lyric. Sure. He said Colt 45 and a busted Trojan. That's, that's not, uh, I don't like that at all. Right. I don't appreciate that very much. Yeah. It's, you don't the rest of it's great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just, I, I don't know. I was going to go on some rant about how, like, anytime we need, we need new condom references. We need 
Come right. on, let's, Trojan let's diversify. Trojan really, like, cornered the market. Yeah, exactly. It's a monopoly. I'm literally, I'm trying to, like, riff and think of another brand right now, and I can't. And you can't. Dura... Duralax. Nope. Dura, that's an al- that's Duralax. 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 Fucking Beano. <laughs> Hang on, let me grab the Beano. Hold on, let me slap on my Beano. <laughs> that's what anyway. Jon Snow did. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah, dude. Anyways, yeah, this album, this song's about just, like, uh, eating a cookie that has a drug in it. The, the hook's Sorry. really good, though. I really like the... Like, the My Murder, My Love, it sounds good. Mm. Um, but I, it's it's less... <laughs> Let me just pretend to be, like, the one true Praxis le- leftist and say that m- much of the song applies to me personally, but not... Much of this mm-hmm. album applies to me, but not this song very much. Yeah, not your lived experience on this one. Right, my lived experience is more, um, you know, seizing the means of production with the guillotine. I always do that. That's one of exactly. my favorite things to do. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, uh, what's, do you want, you want to do You Are Not a Riot? And, and RSVP from David who? I'm not educated. Oh, I didn't, David like, I, I don't, I don't want to front. I didn't, I didn't know this man either. Um, he was a member of the Mexican Communist Party uh-huh. and he was like, he, he was, he was an artist and he thought that like Andy Warhol modern art shit was, his whole style was chump. Okay, I can I can get behind that. He led an unsuccessful attempt to assassinate Leon Trotsky. Uh, <laughs> so kind of well, fucked up on that one. Yeah, somebody cracked the code though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, this the way that I like to think about it is this is you can just easily think of this as this is a song that, uh, directed at David Cage. Okay. Because it's just, it's just like your art is not saying anything. Like you think that you're being like very edgy and being like, mm, what if, what if a person had batteries? But, yeah. but. <laughs> was it that, that Kurt Vonnegut quote again to talk about Bob Dylan's Vietnam? Was that him? Yeah. The, the, the cream, the, the cream like, pie, the cream pie from a ladder. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. That Kim was just him. came back. Kim just entered the room as we said cream pie. So, mm. um, Love to hear it. We're, we're talking metaphorically. Whoa, yeah, we're talking. How do you do that? Yeah, about Kurt Vonnegut. <laughs> we're and lyrical. Yeah, we're lyrical, metaphorical, digital. Isn't that what Eminem said? Sure. I don't he know. Said, what said, remember when about. Eminem said Donald Trump, Professor Clump, and then he resigned? <laughs> he said, the "Awfully hot coffee pot." Awfully and hot it, coffee and pot. Pe- people really fucking liked it too. Yeah, he he's really he's he was at the fucking Oscars and Emmys. No, I clamp Kim. I don't want a Claritin. I'm good. Thank you. Though. <laughs> I fucking I really love. Like I was just talking about it last song, but I really have an affinity for this one because I have no right to feel like the good guy in it. Uh-huh. But it is my choice to be like, yeah, fuck that guy. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, you're a right wing terror military assault. Like, you're a fascist fashionista. Yeah, he's not, ta- not talking about me. Where it's I'm like, good. Doing doing my podcast where I say, uh, I don't like what Roy Mustang is doing very much politically. That's praxis right there. Exactly. It is. I did, say, um... Saying Roy Mustang can't can't do fire if it's raining. Is, and then uh, ignoring the parts where I say that Solf J. Kimbley's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> in in terms that. of the way that his his aesthetics, not his actions. Uh-huh. Um, I found out on, uh... Boots Riley's Tumblr, which I fucking, I, I do love that about, shout out to the left for just mm-hmm. like being accessible in that way. Yeah. Um, 
where he he was talking about like what the song was and it's it's an imaginary conversation between like these two artists mm-hmm. um and he taught me in this Tumblr ask that the FBI really did used to fund modern artists like Jackson Pollock and shit yeah yeah i didn't didn't know that yeah just regular normal country cuz they were like well communists have to make the art about communism is good but we we can just make Jackson Pollock do yellow diarrhea on a black canvas and then let me, let me get an expert uh opinion hey kim is jackson pollock good i mean okay thank you <laughs> enough said <laughs> i mean it's not it it was definitely revolutionary ah good choice of words thanks yeah did brooks say that too the yeah i said that him. really yeah not good <laughs> not good I, mean, I will cool say he stood on a ladder with like a paint can. And but meanwhile, I do that, and everyone says, "Oh, little boy on a big ladder." You've never done that, Eddie. <laughs> Everybody does scared. say that. It's tough to get on a ladder. I know. I guess <laughs> he was brave in that sense. Thank yeah. you, Kim. Yeah. I would. I will say I'd rather look at a Jackson Pollock painting than a, like a Mark Rothko because I think there's more shapes and colors in most Jackson Pollocks. You know. That's like line goes up in like directly in terms of how many shapes and colors there are. I love a painting that has a lot of shapes. Like I like I went to the Tate Modern once and I was like I I I looked very thoughtfully and like caressed my chin so that somebody would take a picture of me being smart. Mm-hmm. Where it's like ah oh, it's fucking arts whatever you want it's a toilet whatever. Mm. But I love I love a painting of a thing. We saw we saw Starry Night from very far away. Right? Oh yeah. At the MoMA? Yes. You were there? Yes. Yeah. And then Minecraft was in there. <laughs> oh, Minecraft, Minecraft was there? Was? They had, like, in the, like, future section. Like, I don't remember that Like, part. new technologies, and fucking Minecraft was Did on Did you guys those. remember when I went to MoMA, and I was standing in a, like, a, an exhibition, and it was, like, it was very, like, performancey, and then all of a sudden I hear all these whispers. I was in high school. Mm-hmm. I hear all these whispers, and people are like, who is that man? Doesn't he, like, do music? And I look, and it was Kanye West. I was Damn. standing in the same, like, we were, it was like, 20 people can go in. Mm-hmm. And I was one of those people, and I got to stand with him. And I was like, uh, that's Kanye West, don't you know his music? He said, I'm a big fan of you, Kane West. Yeah, and, and then I he, said, he smiled and said, thank you. Jesus walks, that's all I said to him. You said Jesus walks to him? And then I left. He <laughs> said, thank you, that's the song that I did. <laughs> thank you for singing my song to me. Mm-hmm. He Do really liked you, it, though. Do you think the FBI funded that Minecraft exhibit? Probably. Yeah, probably. That that's the, their new like um like special ops and to find like oh that that's gonna be remember when that like kid made a clock or something and they're like oh he brought a bomb to yeah, school cool clock Ahmed yeah that that's <laughs> great Obama um Thanks. that's uh, that's like the next level they're gonna be like oh Ahmed was connecting redstone receptors in Minecraft so uh, uh, we're gonna have to take him in uh cool clock Joe that's when Joe Biden tries to draw a clock. <laughs> yeah! Let's go. Let's go. The politics are back, baby. <laughs> Get his ass. Um, let's talk about Land of a Thousand Dances. Land of, of Seven Billion Dances. Oh, yeah. That, the original was Land of a Thousand. Mm-hmm. Because that was the... Nah, 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 nah. Yeah. Nah, 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 nah. Um, I, I, if you would have asked me, I would have not have known that song had a title. Oh, like, me neither. Yeah. It's like how, uh, to my great shame, I didn't know, um, 
the name of the Gary Glitter Rock and Roll Part 2 song. I just thought it was sort of the football song until Joker came out. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, we were all much stupider before Joker came out. We That's learned so true. much from it. It's a pretty good movie. Um, remember when My Chemical Romance put out a song that was just like, na 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 na? Yeah. Na na na, parentheses, na 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 na. Yeah. That's weird, because now I'm a My Chemical Romance fan, and I'm like, that song doesn't sound very good in my memory at all. I just remembered I'm seeing My Chemical Romance, or should be seeing them in September, so let's just hope, uh... Yeah, so figure, wait, 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 wake you up when September starts. <laughs> Goddamn, you It's an right. emo, emo reference. Alright, um, <laughs> this song is Communist High Hopes. Okay. And now I'm doing the unpack that movie. <laughs> yeah, you're doing... You can't say something like that to me and just leave it there. Because it's simply, there's a lot of clapping, it's very exciting, it's a rabble-rousing single, where mm-hmm. I could just see, like, a group of, like, um, I don't know, my local, like, PSL chapter being like, shake it, yeah, we agitate it, yeah, mm-hmm. we bump and break it, yeah, mm-hmm. we finish. My name is it. Eddie. And out we go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> big booty. Big booty, big booty, big booty. Um, I, I like the, the guitar set. Here's my genius uh, musical uh, insight. Oh, sure. the, the guitar on this one, it sounds like Jimi Hendrix. Oh. But that's that's all I got for you. Um, okay, here's my here's my one thing about this song. Um, in verse two, when they're like, if you stop their money, they're frozen shook. Mm-hmm. And it kind of hits during the pandemic in a different sort of way, where it's like, I listened to that a month ago, and I'm like, yes, sure, and you're on paper, certainly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, sure, I bet this all sounds great, but in practice, it simply doesn't work. Yeah. And now, meanwhile, while I, before recording, I was on the Party City website buying <laughs> literally comedy toilet paper, because it's the only one that I can find <laughs> in my city. I literally, I have to be epic po- politics, and I have to use comedy Trump, Donald Trump toilet paper. <laughs> it's It's simply the best economic system there is it's simply the best economic system it's two for two in my lifetime let's go mm-hmm. has um, has listen as long as i've been alive it hasn't failed once that's so, true still going um, strong i like it mm-hmm. personally <laughs> um can we, we check in with the uh oh, patreon yeah. before we go on uh patreon.com slash post game of thrones where if you like you can do capitalism and donate to us um, at $1 a month, you get all of our bonus content, including, uh, words and deeds. I guess we gotta fucking watch all 17 hours of Metal Gear Solid 4 soon. I guess we, well, I guess once- We got time. I mean, so. much like WrestleMania, it's too big for one night. I'll just break it up into a couple exactly. of sessions. Uh, words and deeds I do with Brooks about Metal Gear, and Care Me Home that I do with producer Kim. Uh, we just put up an episode about a movie called The Majestic. You finally defeated it. So, um, don't watch it. If you yeah. somehow find a way to watch The Majestic, don't do that. Just listen to the episode instead. We make a better version of the movie on the episode. I was I, I listened to, like, the first third while I was looking up comedy toilet paper. Uh-huh. Um, should I get, like, the funny bloody kind or the one with Donald Trump making the Alec Baldwin face on it? Uh-huh. Um, and I was, I've was i always sort of been like, oh, I would probably pop on The Majestic if it was on. And now I know not to do that. So, it's two hours you. and 32 minutes long. That's, so. like, almost as long as Thanos' movie. That's, yeah. And he's not even exactly. in it. <laughs> He's not even in that one. Sad. Um, $5 a month, you can send in a request for us to talk about on Fun Point. Uh, and you get a shout out at the end of episodes. And, uh, $10 a month, you get all that plus special user status in Discord. And, uh, we'll create a wrestler for you in PGUT Championship Wrestling. Next stream coming up this week. I gotta put two new wrestlers in. 
Uh, a request I got for one was just make him big. So well, can you? Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna get nutty. So activate with it. big head mode. Kim just sent me a great picture okay. that's relevant. It says, um, it, I can't say if it's real or if it's if it's photoshopped. It says, join Joe's virtual fireside chat for only twenty eight hundred dollars. <laughs> that is, real. and it has it has Joe Biden in one of the pink the the pink hats, and it says, believe women. He has a pin on. Oh, and then next to him is a bottle of wine and a box of corn pops. And okay, uh, that corn pop is funny. Behind him is the the like hope picture of Obama, and it says, "My boss." That's uh, funny. That kept, is, that kept hitting over and over. <laughs> this is really good shit, Kim. It says COVID sale. It says it says we're not we're not talking about um, what are they calling it on WWE? Do for unforeseen circumstances. <laughs> I'm transferring this meme to a local medical facility. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, if you want more of that, Patreon.com/slash/MostGameOfThrones. Uh, okay. Next up, we have Violet. This I have like nothing slow funny one. to say about this song. The the violins are really good. It's really... I tried to write a joke about, like, fucking... Like, he, sa- he says, fucking, I wiped the shit off my mouth. And, like, mm-hmm. you would think that, like, oh, that could be funny. But then you, you listen to it, and it's like, oh, it's about, like, protesters falling in love and having a very unique understanding of time as they're, like, mm-hmm. chained together. Not very funny. Not very funny. The only... Uh really funny thing is sometimes the violins sound like they're about to play canon in D and I get mad, but they don't. That is pretty so, funny. <laughs> um, other than that, but, uh, it's just a really nice song. Yeah. Good song, like, Mr. Riley. Good song. You did it. Um, that's it. I got nothing. That's it. <laughs> it's great. Let's go to this year. <laughs> this year. Okay. Uh, next up. Yeah. Track number nine this year. This one is, this is another... Hold on, because what I what I usually do as as longtime Fun Point listeners know, sure, I listen to these um, albums when I'm driving to work. Yeah, which I uh, haven't been doing. And what I usually do is I say, "Oh, this one's getting nasty," and then I like tap my phone screen and I say, "Oh, here's the title." Yeah. Um, instead, what I did is listen to this album like three or four times while playing Final Fantasy fourteen. So sure. Um, I don't remember the song titles very much let me check this has that been has that been subsuming your uh animal crossing time well see the the thing is it it allows me to multitask in a great way because depending on so you know you can play different classes and you can queue up to go into dungeons and if you're playing as a dps your queue is really long so it's like, oh, fuck, I gotta wait 15 minutes before a dungeon pops. Let me yeah, just hop on over to... F- fucking 12 minutes to play McCree in this fucking economy. Exactly. Let me hop on over to my Animal Crossing town. Get mad at some little... Get some shitty eggs. <laughs> get some fucking disgusting eggs from the river, and then I can pop in and get mad at my teammates in Final Fantasy. Right. So, yeah. Great. <laughs> anyway, this year... <laughs> this year, this... Um, this is like, it, it, it's like, I forget about the song sometimes, mm-hmm. but like, it does do my favorite thing, which is it starts off with somebody saying, all right, into a walkie talkie, which I love that. All right. Um, uh-huh. and then this isn't even boots on the track. This is Silky. This year, this year. Yeah. Silk E. Silk E. Silk E Langston. Yeah. <laughs> that's my dream match. Mm-hmm. This is another one that's just like good. How many is is I, the coup has to be some type of like world inferno style collective? 
that's my understanding of it. Because like my, there are there are new instruments on every track, and I'm like, you don't have yeah. This and I know many they've been more. around since like the 90s. Uh huh. But I I uh, the revolutionary Pat Oswald is the is the person who introduced me to them like six or seven months ago. So uh, on the Wikipedia, Associated Acts, Del the Funky Homo Sapien. What? <laughs> I don't know how, but uh. Okay. It's all coming together. Let me just do an, a, a quick Dell. Yeah, it doesn't say how. It just, the he's guillotine just descends as my hard drive extends. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how, but it's all connected. <laughs> um, I really like it when she says, um, this time we go and bust the ceiling. Oh, 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 for show. I really like that part. That part's mm-hmm. good. I'm not even going to try to sing it because it wouldn't sound good. Yeah. But you know what yeah. I mean if you've heard the album. If you've heard the album, which everyone did, um, yeah. then you just know. And this is the part in Sorry to Bother You where everything is going well for Cassius Green. Mm-hmm. I'm hanging out with Tessa Thompson. I have this. I have a nice high rise. I'm enjoying it. I haven't, so I haven't heard about the delightful twist that I won't say on the show because Eddie hasn't seen it. Cassius Green is the like main character from the movie. Yeah. Okay. Which will come into play later, by Next which I track. mean now. Yeah, uh, we've got a lot to teach you, Cassius Green. Um, I really like this song. It sounds like he's reading a storybook. I really like I know. It. it. This might be my favorite track on here, just because it's so... Like, I don't know what I was expecting, but it wasn't this, and I really liked it. Yeah, the chillness of it really works for me. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because, like, like I'm not a musician, so I, and I don't have, like, good taste, so... Mm-hmm. If I was, if I had somehow written this song, like, I would be, I would be like, oh, it's gotta be, like, a spooky, scary song, like Dracula's Wedding. It's gotta be, (laughs) as the monster stood before his colleagues, he sang angelically, Mr. Wayne. Um, Uh, Oh, did you you just become Sweeney Todd? I became Sweeney Todd Michael Caine. Um, But, like, Uh. it's because, like, capitalism is like that. It's insidious, though, because, you know, it's like you think you're getting a nice story, and and it makes you feel nice and comfortable, but it's actually, like, not very chill if you look into it. Goddamn, you're right. Yeah. So, Cassius Green has something to learn from me, too. I'll I'll let him know you said that. Yeah, let him know. does Does this song spoil the movie? Oh, like... I well, like I mean, it does, you're, you're but it does, at, but it, but I wouldn't know it. Until yeah, you're I better it. at reading than I am. Okay, <laughs> so like I'm like I could see if you like listen to the song enough to like really like get the lyrics in your in your brain and like watch the movie, you could be like, oh, that's what it means. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it's not like it's, it's not, not like, like oh, here's like what fucking, happens, and then here's what happens, and then he dies. It's not like, like verse three is like uh, Abigail Williams from Girls is actually evil, and she's she's get outing him. Yeah. It's not that. <laughs> She's doing get out to him. She's doing get out procedure, and then Billy Madison bad guy is actually bad, too. Uh-huh. He's actually bad on Twitter, too. It's not good. Oh, I didn't know that. I mean, he's not, like, he's not, like, canceled bad. He's just, like... Like, not... Shit. He's, like, hack? Bad. Like, hack shit? I would... Like, just, you know, fucking high hope shit. Uh-huh. Okay. Um... Do you have... More. I I want to talk. Really, all, all I want to say is about the next song, "Log Island Ice Tea Neat." Is the bass is the. It sounds like the fucking end of Napoleon Dynamite. It rules. It does. It does. That's exactly what I wanted to say. <laughs> um, hey Kim. Hey. Is Napoleon Dynamite a good movie? Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. I I think it might be too. Three for three. All right. Three, yeah. I was... We're all in agreement. Yeah, I think it's a good movie. I would have called for an emergency pod had we had you said that it's not a good movie. Um, uh-huh. I was no, going to no, talk no. about Napoleon Dynamite some more, but we can no, get back to it. it. I feel so like I. This is me being an asshole, but I feel like the reason Napoleon Dynamite like blew up so much was because it was like the normies first weird movie yes it was my first weird movie yeah i'm I'm not saying that like including myself oh yeah 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 but i remember i didn't watch it at the time because i was like oh this is too popular sure like i can't watch this no i ate that but it's it's just good anyway that's my my take on it that's do you like hot rod i saw hot rod in theaters and I remember thinking at the time, I must have been like at most 14, mm-hmm. but I remember thinking like, I, I know this is supposed to be funny, ah, but it's not hitting me right. It was very like proto Lonely Island style humor expanded to one and a half hours. Right. See, I, I was sort of, I was sort of the opposite. Like I was, I first saw Napoleon Dynamite before I knew anything about it, just like at a youth group retreat, because that's, I guess, where I watched most movies. And mm-hmm. I just wanted to go pick, go play Capture the Flag with my friends, but they were like, no, we're going to stand and watch this Napoleon Dynamite movie. So mm-hmm. I was like, this is fine. He's dancing. Vote for Pedro. Very funny. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I watched the scene in Hot Rod where he falls down the cliff and it just like completely unlocked the comedy note in my brain for the first I time. Think, I think that it, it, I saw it before comedy was unlocked to me. I bet I would like it. I would definitely like it now because Ian McShane's in it. But that's true. I feel like I would watch it now and laugh like I do at uh, Dewey Cox. Bro, I love it when people are in movies from other things. That's it's my favorite thing to do is say Theon's I know this in John Wick, dude. Theon is in John Wick. <laughs> you know who else is in John Wick? He's, Ian who? McShane. Ian McShane's in it. He's Robert there. Ray and Theon met Keanu. You know who's in, uh, fuck, I forget if it's the, there's three John Wicks, right? I think it's the third one. The guy who was the, uh, the chairman on Iron Chef America is in it. Oh, cool. He's great. Anyway, that's, those are all the people I know. Oh, I like the part, the one other thing I wanted to say on topic was I like it in Hot Rod where he says, you look shitty, Denise. I thought I, that also unlocked the comedy note in my brain. I, I only remember two, the two jokes I remember from Hot Rod is, um, when he falls down the cliff for a really long time and a guy has a tattoo of, um, like Calvin peeing in two separate directions at once <laughs> on like AM and FM radios or something. I remember that being funny. I think there's exact, there's at least one joke for every, like, sensibility. Yeah. Or like, na- like, when I was that, when I was the perfect age, like I, him falling down doing a long family guy bit was the funniest thing to me. Mm-hmm. Now the funniest bit in that movie to me is at the very end of the movie when Hot Rod succeeds, a character mm-hmm. that you've never, you never see before or after, Ebenezer Scrooge just shows up in full costume and says, a cooked goose! And give some children a cooked goose, and that's it. <laughs> All right, I gotta watch Hot Rod again. It's I gotta a revisit killer it. Bit. <laughs> I gotta Anyways. see Hot Rod. That better be Long on Island Hulu. Iced Tea. Neat. Uh, I I know you you don't partake in these uh, types of drinks. Do you? Know I like what... Long Island, and I like iced tea. I just don't like them together. Do you know what a Long Island iced tea is? Yes. Um. Oh. Well. Okay. Kim knows. <laughs> I think it's a whiskey on the rocks. How close? So Brooks, Brooks said he thinks it's a whiskey on the rocks. Okay. What is a Long Island iced tea, Kim? Isn't it iced tea hmm. with rum? No. 
vodka? It's, I mean, it's I mean, an it's... iced tea with fucking everything in it. Oh. It's the, I just want it's to be fucked up. It's iced tea jungle drink. juice? You know that because you're from it New is. York. It is. Yeah, it, exactly. That's what it is. Eddie knows it's only because he's from New York. I'm not from Long Island. You're from... If they you're just from, call it iced tea. They just call it iced tea there, yeah. But anyway, it's it's the drink that you get when you just want to be like, I need to be very drunk right now. Oh, okay. Because because it's all mixed together with iced tea. It doesn't taste... It's 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 iced, iced tea jungle juice, yeah. Right. I punch. didn't know that. Thank you. Yeah. What's basically. sex on the beach? I don't know. Okay. It, either the, the drink or the concept. Let's see. <laughs> um... It is an alcoholic cocktail containing vodka, peach schnapps, orange juice, and cranberry juice. Okay. That sounds good. Anything if it has orange juice in it, I'm like, yeah, let's do it. I got fucking uh, groceries delivered two weeks ago. Uh-huh. Um, and I got, oh my god, I got so many dark chocolate peanut M&Ms. It was fucking killer. Um, my tummy hurts all the time. It rules. Did you get more um, pretzel Pop-Tarts? Um, no, because they suck shit. Okay. Um, <laughs> I did. I did get a cookie dough though, so don't worry. Oh, okay. Um, I haven't had those in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, I got. I've got some sparkling appy juice, some sparkly uh, appy cider. Uh huh. It's really in these trying times. It, it's hitting you just right. It's just that little that petty bourgeois comfort. Hmm. Uh, in the song. Uh huh. I I just want to give credit to the line. I'll have one Long Island iced tea. With the one ice cube, because as far as rap go, he's the motherfucking dude. <laughs> <laughs> Just shout out to my friend over here. Yeah. He's good. When I musicians like I respect, uh, like, compliment, like, seminal musicians that I, like, have no sort of familiarity with beyond their shitty family movies that they put out ten years later, mm-hmm. I simply have to respect them. Mm-hmm. I... Like, respect this much more than, like, Kendrick Lamar having a conversation with Ghost Tupac or whatever. <laughs> like. I'm, like, I'm normie enough to be, like, Kendrick Lamar is one of the greatest rappers alive today. But that's still, that's fucking wild. <laughs> he really did that. And then he won the Pulitzer Prize for it, so shows what we know. Yeah. Uh. But fucking... But I write I write a fucking sixty nine page thesis about how I want Daniel Bryan to be my friend, and I don't get any awards. Yeah, exactly. No awards for me. It's interesting. Anyway. <laughs> it's the yeah. same song. Um, your mom goes to college. That's really good. That's good. That's, but that's it's so it's like he's drinking because they've just done praxis, and they're like, okay, now we need to now we need to relax. But at the very end, he's like, thousands of people got me drunker than the booze, so it's like the true drug. The chew drug is is organizing, you know. It's 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 because he's he's involved. He was involved in like Occupy Oakland and shit. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, and I there's a quote there's a quote that I actually do like where he's like he talks about how like Occupy wasn't perfect and he's like <laughs> it's part of the learning process. Uh, like some older organizers see that it's kind of out of control and think we need to figure out a way to harness this. But the wild out of controlness is what makes people feel like they can jump on board. Mm-hmm. And it's like so like, yeah. Anyways, you want to talk about guillotine song? We got the guillotine. You better run. Uh, next fucking... up is the guillotine. It's fu- I, it was so fun. This isn't their most overall played song on Spotify, but it is currently yeah. the number one popular song. Yeah, I bet it's surging. <laughs> yeah, and like I don't know like, why. Not to be like a fucking social media left larper, which I am, but like mm-hmm. man, this song's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this I this was the first like song I listened to on the album because you told me about it, and yeah. one, it's good. But I thought 
the whole album was going to be like this. But like there's... a fun like sing song. Yeah, which yeah. there is, but there's a lot more variety than just like yeah, like a, a funky throwback. Right. Like... It's it's the hot rod of albums. There's something for everybody. Exactly. Something for everyone to enjoy 15 years later. There's somebody for everybody to the left of Pete Buttigieg to enjoy. Mm-hmm. Either you can just take a sip of a drink or you can get the guillotine. Uh-huh. Either way. Um, I do like that the genius, this is like classic, like this has been a pretty good genius, uh, genius page so far, like all things considered with this album. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do like that they call the guillotine the central metaphor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, weird. We got the guillotine means we have the power to get rid of the ruling class to create a classless society. It's like, oh, yeah. you mean like a like a guillotine did? Like a guillotine? Like I guess it's a fucking what's the? It's like synecdoche or fucking where the thing m- like repre- or whatever represents but like, we the know whole. What it, we know it. Yeah, or it's like it's the hand of the crown. Is the crown is the representation of royalty? It's like yeah, there's yeah, there's it. so many times like when I was teaching because we don't do that for real anymore. Yeah. That I just, like, there would be some metaphor, and I just want to be like, you know. And it's like, right. no, they don't. They're fucking 11. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was reading uh, Breakfast at Champions Curvana get the other day. Great book. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was just, like, getting mad because, like, it's the book that has the asshole picture in it. That has, like, the drawings where he's like, yeah, I'm yeah. 50, and I'm drawing a butthole, and it's funny. And I, I draw, mm-hmm. like, a, a, a vagina, and it's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and I read that I read most of it or some of it in ninth grade, and I was like, "This is funny." I don't really get anything about the rest of the book, mm-hmm. and now I'm reading it, and it's you know, it's about it's about capitalism, and it's about racism, and it's about postmodernism, um, mm-hmm. and I was just like getting mad at hypothetically being a high school English teacher and like teaching one of my favorite books, and just uh, like like there's like there's no way that I would ever be able to like teach the grapes of wrath and then. <clears throat> not be mad at my students for not immediately being Marxists, you know? One of one of the the best teachers I had in college said, never teach your favorite book. Yeah, there's, like, it's, un- like, I, I have to teach The Scarlet Letter. Like, that's the like anytime you have, like, usually it's, like, there's, like, a curriculum you have to follow, but anytime you have some choice, like, never pick your favorite. You have to be like, yeah, yeah, I like this one. You know, you can never, I'm not teaching fucking Flowers for Algernon ever. Oh, fuck no. So that's like yeah. I'm doing like brain gymnastics to like forgive my teacher in eighth grade for being mm. for she introduced me to Kurt Vonnegut, but it was through his like his like I would say one absolutely terrible story where it's just like mm. it's it's like it's called Harrison Bergeron and it's just like equality is very bad because then humans won't the, have freedom to be then the, then the rich people can also go to college for free yeah it's 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 fucking awful um mm-hmm. but no she was just doing that because she wanted to show me the one that she didn't like mm-hmm. um and Very she wasn't smart. just like people be on their cell phones and uh gay people exist mm-hmm. um not a very good book kurt but the rest of mm-hmm. them i appreciate them um kill Child, fucking... right yeah it's the one this is <laughs> I know we just grilled um Kendrick Lamar um mm-hmm. but this is also the book where Kurt Vonnegut introdu- like inserts himself into the last third of his book and talks to the main character and explains that like he's a book character. So but at least he at least he introduced himself and it wasn't like the the ghost of F Scott Fitzgerald. Like <laughs> 
Ah, oh, fuck. He wrote a book called God Bless You, Dr. Kevorkian, where he talks to, like, fucking Gandhi and fucking Jesus and shit. Fuck. Uh, all right. Okay, I'm owned. I'm owned, my guy. Yeah. Um, Brooks, you're becoming a corncob live on the air. <laughs> becoming a corncob. Um, fucking, what else do I have? Um, I like when he says, we got, we have hella people, they have helicopters. I really like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Um, Can I tell you a very uh, Brooks robot rapping line? Yeah, sure. I just spit the dope lines out and snort them, telling the boss to call police to escort him. <laughs> yeah, that is a fucking day lost soul, me, myself, and I, Brooks yeah. shit, huh? Mirror, mirror, on the wall. Yeah. Tell me, mirror, what is wrong? Um, something else that also, just to sort of do politics for a minute, um, it mm-hmm. does, it does, it's something else that hits a little different right now, just sort of in the moment. Um, in verse two, when he, or right after the funny no weed line, mm-hmm. he's talking about, he says, straight up says, no, you can't outvote him. Mm-hmm. And it's like, <laughs> a yeah. worm? Uh, oh, real shit? <laughs> um, but I, I, it's like I was saying earlier, like I, like fucking, I don't know, fucking like Jeff Rosenstock did it too in the Landlord song. But like, I appreciate when media pushes you left in a way that's like comprehensible mm. and like, it makes you want to do something rather than just like learning what the correct opinion on the Spanish Civil War of 1936 was. Mm-hmm. You know, I really yeah. like it when it's just like, yeah, like even fucking people in military hel- helicopters are people that like we could potentially, you know, make become traitors. Um, ideally, um, I'm thinking about starting some treason. Yeah, perhaps, perhaps, um, that's, that's what like Boots says in the fucking like annotations where it's like the mm. whole world is run through the power of the working class, uh, mm. quote by Boots, by Boots Riley, <laughs> um, rise up. Um, uh, anyways, I think it's a good song and it's fun to listen to. And it's something we that, got like, to get all, all fucking 97 people in P Gut House. We got the guillotine. You better <laughs> like I'm stomping and clapping. Uh huh. The, the most evicted group of all time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, last track on here. What Wavip. is it? Wavip? W-A-V-I-P. Yeah, it's, we're all VIP. We're all VIP. Yeah. I'm talking we are. every motherfucker in the hood of me. Uh, Killer Michael's on this one. Killer Michael's on this one. And it's a song mm. about how every, it's the automator song. It's about how everybody's important and nice. Mm. Uh, let's see. I forgot that every time, like, I, I'm like, like, guillotine ends and then it goes into WAFIP and I'm like, okay, yeah, I guess I'll listen to this one. Um, and every time Killer Mike shows up, I just do Mr. Krabs meme in real life. It's like, Mike, like, you're in, Mike, you're in my other songs. What are you doing in this everything, one? Like, everything starts spinning around you. Because yeah. Killer Michael's here. Yeah, I just listened to the Ooh La La song you just released. That's a different song than this one. Killer Michael said, "We ruthless as a Carnegie, and we go bone thug till we get the shit in harmony." <laughs> He's right. He's so right. He's so right. Um, fucking. Okay, so can I? I gotta get Kim on this one. Sure. Uh, Kim, are, are you listening? Are you paying attention? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I know, I know the verse. I wanted to talk to you all about you, this. You too. see where I'm heading with. I have yeah, yeah, two, yeah, 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 yeah. I have two sections I want to get to, but we got to start with this one. Yeah. On this album, Boots Riley, director, musician, radical communist. He has a line where he says, "So here's here's I'll give you it's a, people of Whoville, perhaps." D- yes. So here's here's I'm editing a little bit to make it a couplet. Okay, tell me how you feel about this line. <laughs> Boss walking Wall Street with a pimp step. People of Whoville, we need to slit the Grinch neck. 
man. How do you feel about that? I mean, I don't like that. So, because, for what? Because I love the Grinch. So you think the Grinch just needs to be, you know, he just needs to understand. Like, people of Whoville, they don't need to go to violence. They need to be nonviolent. Is what oh, you're saying, and they, that can they need change. Martin Luther Warlock. Martin Luther. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so fucking mad. <laughs> if you had to kill the Grinch, do you think you'd be able to do it? On what circumstances? It's like, like if you like you're in a battle, you're in a knife fight with the Grinch. Why? You're in, in like in a a gladiator arena. For what reason, though? To survive. Yeah. You could kill the Grinch on the I'll circle. fucking quarter that dude. Oh my god. If I need to. If it's my survival, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Kim is ruthless. Kim okay. is riding four horses at once Can and pulling him apart. more about lyrics? Well, just, it was mainly the Grinch part. Thank you. Here's the <laughs> thing, though. Uh-huh. That, yes. like, I saw that verse and I was like, oh, that'll be a, a funny little... That'll take up 30 seconds of our show. But, like... And I, I can say this, uh, I don't know if you have the liberty to do this because you're in the room with Kim, but like, may I, is the Grinch story counter-revolutionary? I'm kind of starting to think about it. <laughs> he becomes communist at the end. But it's like, but it's kind of like, isn't the lesson sort of that like, we need to like teach the rich people to be nice and then they will be kind and they will, they will fucking let us live in their cave or however the fucking thing ends. It's been a while. Yeah, true. I can see that. We, we gotta, to, we gotta like, do a deep reading. We need last to just time wait. we watched, last time we watched the Grinch, we just did funny Grinch face the whole time. Next time we're going through with the, uh, a Marxist lens and we're gonna really Yeah, we're not gonna talk it. about his weird dick or whatever we mm. usually talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, I, one more line I wanna talk about in mm-hmm. this is, mm-hmm. um, Booth says, I got the sheriff after me for what I said about Obama. And mm-hmm. so I don't know if you know that, I don't know if you're up on the, the Beastie Boys canon. Uh-huh. Um, this is a twist on a famous Beastie Boys lyric where they say, like, I got the sheriff after me for what I did to his daughter or something. It's from Paul Revere. I did um, like this. I did like that. I did it with the wiffle ball bat. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. Uh-huh. I, so I read that in the Genius Annotation and I went and I listened to Paul Revere. Mm-hmm. If you listen to the coup, Sorry to Bother You, and then you immediately go and listen to Beastie Boys. Uh-huh. Listen, I like the BC one. <laughs> Me too, I'll, but it I'll is probably very... pick like fucking Paul's boutique or something, like one of these days or months or years. Uh-huh. It sounds fucking dog shit after listening to the yeah. Like it it sounds like a fucking parody. And I know that like like the Beastie Boys they're not like we're hard. Mm-hmm. Like I know I know what the Beastie Boys are sort of going for. But it's like, it's, it's really that monster factory phenomenon where you go and you look at a normal person and then you go back and you look at the monster factory creation and you're like, oh my god. Yeah. Let's see, Beastie Boys, um, uh, when I'm in trouble, I'm in a pinch. My favorite Peacot <laughs> movie is. The pinch. neck we need to slint? Yes, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, I want to focus on one. We're starting to run long, but I want to focus on one line in a, in a verse. Uh, sure. Heems, Heems, Heems say, uh, I get my jeans at VIM. I get my shirts at Jimmy Jazz. Are you familiar with either of these establishments? No, but I clicked the picture and it looks like um, the kinds of places that I see when I go visit you. Yeah, because I don't think VIM exists anymore. Okay. Uh, it was like a clothing store. In- oh, no, their website's up. I don't know if it's just a New York store or if it's... Jimmy Jazz definitely is not, but 
it 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 is a a shoe and they, they mostly sell shoes and pants as far oh, as okay. i remember uh anyway it was just a very like there was one by my old house when i lived in brooklyn and it just looked like the 90s inside so that's how i remember that place okay. it, it seemed to be a dated reference even like 10 years ago when this came out or whatever uh-huh Unfortunately, the only me. the only hip hop Jimmy reference that I um, know is the Chris Rock blame game reference. Uh, yeah, J- talking about the Jimmy Choo's on Jimmy Choo's. Yeah, um, sorry to double dip into our eventual my beautiful dark twisted fantasy episode. Yeah, it's just a preview. It's called foreshadowing. Yeah, great segment, Chris. <laughs> uh, great segment, Chris. It goes on for seven and a half minutes. Goes uh, on for seven. I here's my thing about the coup. I love this album. I hate mm-hmm. it. I hate it when albums end on a guess first. I don't like Yeah. It. Yeah. It's weird. I don't like I don't like that it this album ends with Hema wear a shirt that say John Bone, which is the high school that he went to, I guess. Yeah, not the best. Like Run the Jewels like two ends with like uh fucking one of their like the fucking Rage Against the Machine guy or something, like ending, mm-hmm. which is great. It's fine, it's a good verse, but it's like that's not the that's not the guys from the album. Yeah, they should end it. Let boots I I guess that's communism is letting your friend Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I, I, like, like, like at the same time, I really don't like it when Kanye West ends an album by just saying Jerome's in the house, watch your mouth. So, (laughs) I guess. I mean, we have a lot to learn on how to end albums. No one's figured it out yet. Yeah, I've never finished an album good, so Mm -hmm. what do I know? Yeah. Anyways, Uh, thank you, Boots. Thank you, Boots. That's, uh, sorry to bother you, parentheses, album. Uh, you wanna head on over to Slap City? Yeah. Movie's good too. Y'all should check it out. Um, yeah, let's go to Slap City. Uh, you went first last week, so I'm up first this week. Okay. Uh, as you just mentioned right now, uh, I am going to pick a song by Run the Jewels, uh, featuring Rage Against the Machine Guy. <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm picking Close Your Eyes and Count to Fuck. Good choice. Uh, mostly, f- hey, Zach Z- Roach's verse isn't that bad. Like, it's, it's pretty not, good. No, that was, that, like, I've heard Rage Against the Machine before, but, like, that's basically my introduction to him. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. It's pretty good on the, on the song with that Killer Mike verse. Is this, uh, is, is I, I always get this song and Blockbuster Night Part 1 confused. Is this the one where it's about uniting and killing the police? Yeah, this is Black on Black on Black with the Ski Mask. That is my crook. Okay, yeah, that's, that's completely unbeatable, but Zach does uh, a great job. Uh-huh. Yeah, he does a great job on this one. So that's mine. Um, and I, I, I smiled so serenely when I saw Killer Michael was on this album, because I was like, no, I gotta do yeah. it. Yeah. Oh my god. Fashion Slave, you protested to get in a fucking lookbook. Everything I scribbled like, like the anarchist, anarchist cookbook. cookbook. Yeah. Fuck. Um, it's so good. <laughs> it's really good. Like, I might, I don't know which one of us will eventually pick Run the Jewels, but like, I am most familiar with Run the Jewels too. It's so fucking. Even if some good ones, I fuck at the Lord and Sword of Killer Mike. <laughs> I'm Killer Mike. I'm Killer Michael. Um... Found the darkness, motherfucker. I'm like Rikers Island, bro. <laughs> Sorry, Kim. We're almost done. Kim's having a great time. I'm done dying. Philip AK dicking you. It's good. <laughs> it's so good. Um, anyway, forgot. Did you hear their new song? I know they have one. I haven't listened to it yet. It's like, it's, this isn't the first Run the Jewel song that's like that. But do you ever hear like a rap song where like the sample is just too much and you're like, I'm not listening to this for four minutes. Yeah. 
<laughs> um, yeah. But that's that's what Ooh La La is like, but now I like it because I've listened to it two or more times. But the turn first time down. I was like, I was like no it, thanks, LP. Turn it, tone it down a little, L. Uh, uh, I, I hope it still happens August 7th, Rage Against the Machine and Run the Jewels show here. So They're going to do the song. They're go- exactly. I got to see it. I got to oh go. Oh, God. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me just... I, I'm going to pick my song, but let me just... I can't think of the fucking verse from Blockbuster Night Part 2 that I... I have a verse in my head that I can't think of, and it's fucking destroying me. There's also the one... Is it called Ticketron when Killer Mike sees, like, I'm the Shamalama Dubalama Dubalama <laughs> That one's really good. Yeah, for, he said Mr. Dovalina, Mr. Bob Dovalina. That one's good, but for a different reason. Okay, yes, the one, the, um, Blockbuster Night Part 2 is where he says, this is for the paupers and the prisoners, author of the literature, opposers to the holders of the swastika insignia, and that, like, made my, like, eyes fall out of my head. That's, that's, that's genuine galaxy brain shit. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, um, I'm gonna pick up the coup song, uh, cause they're good. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm gonna pick Ride the Fence, um, cause apparently, again, I'm not super familiar with the coup, sorry, (laughs) Mr. Boots, if you're, if you're listening, Mm um, uh, but so I'm gonna pick Ride the Fence from one of their earlier albums because I know that they got some heat for Sorry to Bother You for like changing up their sound. Mm-hmm. Um, where I know I know they, they like they dabble in like funk and soul and R and B and rap mm-hmm. and like all these different styles. Um, but Ride the Fence is more of just like a straight up like hip hop style rap song, which is um good to me. I like it. It's if mm-hmm. you can believe it, it's about politics. All right. Well, we'll see. I mean, it says that perhaps that yet, it says perhaps there are problems on both sides. Mm-hmm. That's what he says, Damn. and that's how he says it in that voice. Got to hear both sides. It's um, about how riding the fence is good. <laughs> we like it. Yeah. Um. What? We we got a Patreon one. Yeah, we do. We got a Patreon one. So while I bring that up, can you have you been able to um, hack NASA and log into the Patreon? Yeah, I believe Website. I did when we were uh, doing pre-show, pre-show stuff and talking about Wrestling Mania. Okay, well, and we did that again on the show, too. Well, I'm uh, announcing our new album. Can you dig in and get our, our listeners yeah, up? Let me let me shout out um, right. our What do we do? For, do we say the new album first, or do we do the, the Patreon first? Um, we us- I think we usually say the new album first. Okay. So do you want to... Next up, this, this is a whole Patreon segment. Okay. So, first is... Every third week, we get one from our Patreon donors. This next one comes from uh, Matt Berger, Burgermeister, Patreon. Uh, The email starts with Hello Fun Poindexters, which is rude. That's what... (laughs) They're calling us Fun Poindexters. That is a Beastie Boys-ass insult. Uh, Let's see... Uh, I put my money in the machine, I heard it clink, and will now present you with an album suggestion that one day while playing Pokemon Go, enemy of the show Matt and I decided... Okay. Ugh. Uh, he would be playing fucking Pokemon Go. <laughs> I just tried to say that as mean as I possibly can. Yeah. <laughs> uh, alopecia now by I Y. Call it Pokemon Stop. Yeah, now it's Pokemon No. There's already a game called Pokemon Home, but this is basically that. <laughs> is Alopecia by Y. Okay. The music is very good, and the lyrics are very 911 emoji. Have okay, fun, I, I can't say wait. I know absolutely less than dog shit anything about this album. Like, you could say that Alope- uh, Y and fucking 
what's uh, Animal Collective or the same band? And I'd be like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Like, I don't know. <laughs> so we'll okay, find I'm, out together. I'm looking at the song titles, and this seems like an album that has some great song titles. So that that seems good. Okay. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Alopecia by Y, two weeks. See you then. Next. Shout Next. out to our uh, Patreon Big subscribers. Um, big thank you to all of our $5 and above patrons who are mm-hmm. Caroline mm-hmm. Savage, Lauren LeBlanc, Kristen Woodruff, Paul Moran, Sylvie mm-hmm. McAvoy, Hecabee, Weed Lord Vegeta, Valerie W., Maximilian Rower, Ziva, Anna Exby, Brian Randall, Tufster McGee, Walt, Neve Noel Williams, Breakfast, Yupka, Leaf Crunch, Sarah McClintock, Magenta Rice, Kay Darling, Nero Wyvern, Reliet, Skyla Otero, Burgermeister, thank you for the pick. Barrier Trio, thank you for the... Bean. <laughs> Magdalene Jen, Silvery Air, Ryan Lester, Nicholas Tartaglioni. Nicholas Tartaglioni. Nicholas Tartaglioni. Uh, Every Lucky. nut I eat macaroni. <laughs> P got patron Tartaglioni. <laughs> Sarah Lucky Dice Curvy, Audrey Olson, Emily Vanderwolf, Derek... Great Big Sword. Alex C., Nick Jagged, Stephanie Ruff, Ducky Aisha, Alexander Tucker, Janos Kapuveri. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I will do better. Um, Paul Blart Fleshcart, Andres Gonzalez, Patrick Gallagher, Roy, Destry Hawk, Sarah and Blair, Gigantic Larry, Josh Veal, Paul Bechtel, Matt Ribeiro. No, no thanks to this, Matt. My name... My name okay. is Matt, and I like to fuck. You can be found under the truck. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Let's go. Dr. V. Dandy, Ryan West, Elliot Valentine, and Alex Schaup. Thank you all so much. Another patron is Barrier Trio Bean. Flareon cannot learn solar bean. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Oh, yeah, let's go. <laughs> Enough of this Solidarity album bullshit. Let's yeah. get them. Let's <laughs> get friends. <laughs> it's killer be killed on the Patreon PGOT <laughs> segment. Yeah, thanks for the money, idiot. <laughs> Anyways. Damn, we really mm. did go long on this one. I was mm. like, oh, well, this will probably go like 40 minutes. We, I don't think we'll have, either of uh, us will have much to say. Oh, we spent too long talking about fucking Napoleon Dynamite, so... It's a good movie. <laughs> it is. It is. A, it's simply a good film. I can tell that we are going to be friends. Mm-hmm. I'm closing uh, my eyes about the racist parts of the movie. Yeah, that doesn't happen. Uh, thanks for listening. Anyways, thank you. See you later this week for uh, Fire Pro Wrestling. Can't wait for that. And then next weekend we have Five Grams of Iron coming. Two weeks. Next fun point. You know how it goes. You know, you know how it goes. Yeah. Um, and uh, you get Papa- it. Pop over to our Discord server, because, like, we, the other day we played, like, Jackbox games on a whim. It was fun. I learned some of, like, I got to hang out with some of the names that I say at the end of the show. Or, uh-huh. it was, like, it was, it was fun. Like, I uh-huh. got to, like, um... We, we had human interaction. Uh, yeah, was that great. was really, that was, that was kind of nice with it. Uh-huh. Um, we had this running gag about working at the Pussy Factory that was pretty funny. Uh-huh. Um... A lot of people were like, I worked a double. It's funny. Another <laughs> it's day, good. another dollar. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's essential business. It was, it was funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, simply funny. 
thanks funny? you did uh, have thanks to do thanks funny. thanks uh justin the same thank you sinister gates <laughs> thanks thank you sinister gates thank you uh paul revere paul um, revere thank Ad you Br- thank you breast monkey adam yauk thank uh, you girls the thank concepts you. Gir- girls parentheses concept to girls girls concept song. Bomb, 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 bomb. that song's good though <laughs> <laughs> when you're right you're right that's funny um, thank Bye. you um guy that tried to kill uh, trotsky all right see you later <laughs> <See> Bye. <laughs>